Welcome to the WNCT Podcast Network. This is the People and Places Extra Podcast on the WNCT Podcast Network. I'm Ken Watlington. Glad you're along for the ride today. And we've got something exciting to talk about. And that is the start of the college football season, specifically the East Carolina Pirates getting underway at the beginning of September. And they've got a quarterback who's been playing that position uh, for a little while now, Holton Aylers. He's from Greenville, and he's the focus of this week's People in Places, which you can always watch at WNCT.com. A special guest with us here today, not in your side, sports director Brian Bailey, who knows Holton very well. In fact, uh, since he was born, just about. Just about, yeah. Since he was a baby. We got that picture that uh, you can see on WNCT.com of, of Bailey holding yeah. a young Holton. Now, you can't hold him now. No, you can't hold him now. He's and a big fella. I didn't fumble him back then. <laughs> that would have been bad. Uh, just want to get your thoughts. We'll play an interview you did with Holton on Media Day coming up in just a second. But just get kind of your thoughts on what it's been like from your perspective to see him go from a small child to uh, potentially at the end of the season, one of the greatest quarterbacks in East Carolina history. You know, being close to his family with his uh, his dad, Morgan, who's the PA announcer, obviously, for uh, Williams Arena, Minji's Coliseum, and for Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. But knowing him through all the years and, and keeping up not only with, with Holton, with all of his, his three other sons and with my kids, too. So you know, they kind of grew up together. But uh, with Holton, it was just it was just really different because we all kind of knew you know, he was the, he was the one that all the older kids beat on for a while, you know, and, and I think that helped him. And then he came along. And then when he was in Little League, it was just unbelievable just the, the way he you know hit all those home runs and he was so much taller and bigger than the rest of the kids and uh you know he led that team to the, the regionals uh, in warner robins georgia uh and and just you know watching him come along there i remember watching him play at chicago when he was playing football and he really liked football more i think than he liked baseball and so he you know he really started concentrating on football he did such a great job at dh conley for brian pascal and then for nate connor and uh really you know elevated dh conley football and then you know he chose east carolina and he knew going in that it was going to be a tough deal he didn't come to east carolina because he knew they were going to win right away because they were you know he came to be part of the solution yeah and i think now we're at the situation now where we're hoping that hey this is the year that we start to see some of that solution and you'll hear a little bit about that from holton coming up in just a second when we play the interview uh talking about what it would mean to get back to a bowl game so it's it's been a while since ecu played in a bowl game well, it has been it seems like it's been decades it hasn't been quite that long but it seemed like it's been a long long time and and in this day and age, you know, if you have a, a, a winning record at all, if you go 500, you, you can go to a bowl game. And so I think that's the, the goal this year is at least get six wins. I think the Pirates would love to get to seven and eight or eight. Uh, I think they can, but it's going to be very difficult. The American is a really good football league, uh, very underrated as far as the national, you know, the power five is concerned. But uh, And then the non-conference slate, when you're playing an SEC team like South Carolina and then, you know, the opener coming up uh, with Appalachian State, Appalachian State uh, nine and three last year. Uh, their their coach won his bowl game. He was selected as the coach to take over, and he won the bowl game that year. And they went nine and three, so he's ten and three overall.
overall at App State, and they've got a great program. Holt Naylor's uh, coming into this last year. He could have two more years, depending yeah. on how things shake out, because everyone gets an extra year because of COVID in the 2020 season. But he's knocking on the door of the top five of the all-time records for quarterbacks as far as uh, most passing yards, most touchdowns. And if he has a great to even phenomenal year this year, he could be maybe first or second all-time in ECU history. Yeah, he could. And he could light it up. And, and you know, you think back to the SMU game last year, and that's when the whole offense just lit it up. Video game numbers. Right. It was unbelievable. Watching the first half, I kept thinking to myself, this must be some kind of dream and, you know, pinch yourself because they were so, so good in that first half. And I think that's what we're hoping to see this year. And I really think that, you know, if they run the football like they think they can, that's going to open up everything. And I think that that's that's where we're going to see, you know, what Mike Houston really wants to do offensively. He doesn't want to get out there and throw it 60 times, but he wants to, you know, get the yardage like he's throwing it 60 times in 30 attempts. All right, so the season's underway, and ECU had their media day a few weeks back. Bailey, this is when you had a chance to talk to Holden, not only about their goals for this season, but about playing in Greenville Little Leagues and uh, the decision he made to go to ECU over NC State. So here's Bailey's interview with Holton Aylers. Oh, just take us back to when you were a little boy. What's the first memory you have of coming to East Carolina? Geez, um, I mean, I was going there pretty much my whole life, but um, those conference championships were were probably the ones where I, you know, really figure out how special ECU was. Um, you know, seeing those fans like that in the stands and and stuff like that. Um, I mean, there's so many memories growing up that you have here and, and stuff like that. Being from Greenville, I mean, I was at almost every home game with my family and stuff like that. But definitely those conference championships. I mean, that was a, that was a special time when we played Houston in here and with a packed house. So, you were a hero to a lot of kids and a lot of you know adults even as a young player in little league baseball i mean you've got the home run record that you know they say records are made to be broken i don't think that's going to be broken uh do you think about that playing at you know elm street park and and playing little league here i do um yeah i think about it you know a lot honestly about just growing up here and you know what my story will be when i'm gone here and and just stuff like that but um i mean i I really notice it more when i see little kids um and they bring it up and stuff like that around town and stuff like that but i mean it's it's pretty cool you know elm street's a walking distance away from the stadium that i'm now playing at and stuff like that just growing up here and in the shadows of this place and now playing it has been a special you know opportunity for me what's it like when you go into a restaurant and and you're recognized because you know i've been on tv a long time i think you may be more recognized (laughs) than i am because you're the quarterback you're the star of the team i mean what's it feel like when you walk into a place yeah, I mean, I I still, you know, think of me as just normal old kid from Conley, um, you know, growing up here with, with three brothers. And you know, I don't think of myself as anything above anyone. But, you know, I mean, all these, you know, when you walk in and these kids, you know, act like you're some superhero or something like that. It's definitely a blessing um, to be like that and for kids to look up to and just to be a good role model is, is something that I've always, you know, not took lightly. So take us to the decision process. I know NC State was right in the mix. You know, East Carolina was struggling. You know, you had and you had other offers. I mean, you could have gone to a bigger school, maybe not played quarterback. Uh, what were you thinking when you decided on East Carolina? You know, I just thought, you know, I mean, there's no place I'd rather be than home. Um, you know, playing in front of this city and, and these fans and even my friends and family here in the stands. And I know there's going to be an uphill battle um, to get this place turned around, and a lot of it would would be put on me. Um, but that there's no other way I'd rather have it. And putting this pressure on me to bring this place back and coming here. I mean, I, I don't take it lightly that you know to bring this program back and hopefully this year that we do it. How bad do you want to win this year, and how badly do you want to go to a bowl game? I do just about anything to do it. Um, you know, I think about getting that sixth win every single day, and you know what those emotions will be like. Just from everything this class has been through, the senior class has been through together um, to get to this point. Um, and it's been a lot of, a lot of hard days, a lot of hard nights, um, but it'll definitely be worth it at the end. 
how was camp for you? It was good. You know, I thought I I came in, you know, wanting to wanting to establish more of a pocket presence, um, you know, to move in the pocket instead of just running out all the time. And I th definitely think I, I got that done. Um, and I think the offensive line is blocking really well right now. The receivers are doing good. And, and Coach K is calling the right plays to get things rolling around here. All right, so that was Holt Naylor's on Media Day for the Pirates talking about the 2021 season. And, Bailey, two things I take away from that when I think of Holt Naylor's. One, he's passionate. He, he, he wants to do well for his hometown team. And the second, he seems like he's a really – humble young man he always has been and, and you know when you think about it when you're setting a home run record when you're 12 I mean it's easy to get cocky and when you're playing you know quarterback for the varsity as a freshman it's easy to get cocky but you know he never was never has been and that's just a, the way that he's he's you know run with his life and the way he's handled things and um, you know he's, he's had a chance to be you know as cocky as anybody could be but he just hasn't done it <laughs> it's funny you talked about uh, the little league uh, he set the record with 27 home runs in one little league season it's just a ridiculous feat, as you mentioned. You know, records are meant to be broken. That that one probably won't be anytime soon. And you see the video of him, and he just hovers over top of the other twelve-year-olds, the eleven and twelve-year-olds that were playing in that in that uh, season. I remember we were at the special needs field, which is down from Elm Street Park, and and we heard a, a, a shattering of glass. We walked up, <laughs> and some lady's windshield, and the ball went right through her windshield, and it was just one of those things that when Holton's batting, you better, you know, you better not park there. You know, do you think he's maybe a once-in-a-lifetime type of athlete, especially for East Carolina to be so homegrown? He mentioned going to games as a young child. He played locally at D.H. Conley. He's, he's you know, nearing the top of the record books as far as quarterbacks go at East Carolina. Is he once-in-a-generation, once-in-a-lifetime? Probably so, because you think about the, the idea that, you know, when he first went to East Carolina, you know, the thought process was, well, you know, is he going to make it as the quarterback? And, you know, those guys, you know, as a true freshman, when you're out there trying to read defense, and figure things out. I think if you ask Holton today, you know, how much do you know now compared to what you knew as a true freshman, he would tell you it's light years. I mean, the, the game slows down with the more experience that you get. And I think that he probably is. I mean, we'll have other players that are outstanding from our area that go to East Carolina, but I don't think we'll have anybody that, that can set the records that he's, he's probably going to set and that can do the things he's done. And it's funny, he set the tone early. He got in, uh, his first two touchdowns were against North Carolina back in September of 18. Uh, and ECU won that game, I think, like 40 to 19, yeah. kind of dominated. That was maybe Larry Fedora's uh, push to get out of Chapel Hill. And that's set up to what the Tar Heels are doing now with Mac Brown. But, you know, he set the tone early. You know, he already had a lot of expectations being the hometown guy. He comes in, two rushing touchdowns, and a few weeks later, he's the starter, and he has been ever since. Yeah. And I, th I think what you're going to see this year is, is he's kind of reshaped his body a little bit. And I think you're going to see him running the football more this year. But he talked about how he's been working on his passing game and, and staying in the pocket. I think the offensive line, he really likes those guys, and if they protect him, you know, I, I think the sky's the limit for that guy. Individual accolades are nice, and recognition like that is nice, but at the end of the day, you want to win football games, right. and that's what Pirate Nation wants to see from not only Aylers, but the rest of the team. And he would give up all of those accolades to get seven, eight wins and, and go to a bowl game. I mean, that's just the kind of guy he is. He, he doesn't care about the rest of that stuff. He doesn't want to be you know, first team All-American Athletic Conference. He wants to take this team to a bowl game, and uh, hopefully he will. Put you on the spot. What uh, what's the Pirates' final record when we get to the first week of December? Well, you know it's it's difficult to say. Yeah, I'm always been optimistic, so I'm saying seven and five. You know, I think if they 
get a break or two. You know, we look back to last year, and we've talked about this a lot, but last year the Norfolk State game was canceled, you know, and that should be a win, yeah. even with last year's team. Uh, you look at the Tulsa game last year, that was taken away from. That was that was yeah. stolen. I mean, and, and you hate to be, you know, some people that don't see the game say, oh, that's sour grapes. That wasn't sour grapes. That was just a, there was some horrible calls at the end of that game. So, you know, if, if you win one more, the Navy game, you know, and, you know, Holton had the false positive. Right. And Greenville knows a lot about those false positives all of a sudden with the situation yeah. and everything else. But, you know, so you get those because the Navy game was one. Usually East Carolina can't slow down Navy's offense. Well, East Carolina did a great job against Navy's offense in that game. Yeah. They just didn't have the offense themselves to, to win the game. They've got some winnable yeah. games out there like Charleston Southern. Who even yeah. knows? Maybe South Carolina, they're rebuilding. They've got a graduate transfer <laughs> starting a quarter. That's back. bizarre, isn't it? So you never know. I mean, yeah. seven wins, though, I think I think a lot of people would be happy with that I after so after too. the last four or five, six years. Yeah, I, I think that would be great. And then, you know, I think what Holden's going to do when the season's over is look at what his, you know, what, what his prospects are as far as the draft goes. If he gets the advice that, hey, you can come out and do this or that, or if he gets the advice that, hey, stay for another year and you could be one of the top quarterbacks in the country. So I think he'll, he'll take a look at that and decide what he's going to do. A lot to look forward to this football season, not only for Holden Aylers, but for all of ECU Pirate Nation. To watch my full report of the People in Places segment on Holton Aylers, just log on to WNCT.com. Click on the Features tab. Excuse me, click on the On Your Side tab. The Features tab is where you can find this podcast. The uh-huh. On Your Side tab is where you can see the video version of my People in Places with Holton Aylers and all of the previous People in Places from the past couple of years. want to say thank you to the one and only sports director at Nine On Your Side, uh-huh. Brian You're Bailey, welcome. for being here. Thank you. A little, a little applause. <laughs> Nobody booing you here today. I'm no. sure it'll happen, though. Good. It will. Bailey, we appreciate it. And All we appreciate right. you tuning in to the People and Places Extra podcast. I'm Ken Watlington. We'll see you next time.